0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Luke. And today, we're going to be talking about the Transformers movies. Sure. A select are. bunch of them. Most of the ones you should know, I assume. The Bayverse, plus Bumblebee. Yeah. In preparation for watching Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which comes out this week. Sure does.
1: Actually, it comes out at an. Day early screening on the release of this episode. That's
0: true. So, boom. which we might go see. Possibly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do specifically the Bay Farmers movies? How do those sit in your mind? Keeping in mind that you have just recently re-watched them but what's be, what's your journey with them been like?
1: Well, see, that's it's very interesting. It's an interesting journey. Because, uh, weirdly, these movies were kind of my childhood, you know? Yeah. The the first three, anyway. Plus, like, the Raimi Spider-Man movies, those those kind of stuff. That was what I grew up on. Uh, So I have a very fond memory of these movies. Um, Some of them kept their fondness, and some of them (laughs) weren't as good as I remembered, if I'm being honest. But I definitely have an overall positive feeling towards them. Most of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I am at an age where I was able to watch all of them in theaters. And I remember just, like, the dialogue about the first three in elementary school. We we all knew that, like, the two was the worst one. Ooh. But we also always watched it whenever we would watch Transformers movies. It was just like, oh, we know the second one is the worst one. Mm -hmm. But also, we just kind of liked them all. Yeah. Because surprisingly, I think that these movies are more for kids than they should be. (laughs) (laughs) Because the stuff is not for kids. And then 4 and 5 I saw in high school. And it it was hard to justify liking those ones. Especially when it got to the fifth one. It it ended. The fifth one's rough. And and I looked over and we'll talk about why I don't like it. But I looked over and I went, Well, that wasn't so bad and the friend that I was with was like, Are you serious? And I was like, No <laughs> <laughs> Also shocking and just date, <clears throat> did we realize that somehow Bumblebee came out one year after yeah, that's the last weird. night. That's bonkers, dude. Crazy. Because, to my memory, it was like, <clears> oh, it's been a while
1: because the last one sucked so much, so they're kind yeah. of trying to redo it. But especially on a rewatch, and now knowing that it came out on only one year after, I feel like, I think they thought this was a prequel. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I
1: hope it's not. It's confusing. We'll, we'll, get we'll to talk that. about it. But,
0: yeah. Um, another thing about growing up, is I watched the animated movie, oh, yeah. the Transformers, the movie, yeah. from the 80s. Yes. A ton. So I had a pretty foundational knowledge of like what Transformers was before watching these movies. And that's, we're not going to talk about it too much, but that's still my favorite Transformers movie. That's a lot of people's favorite. Because it's just awesome. Yeah. It, let me tell you some things about the animated that you're not going to, because you haven't seen it, correct? No, I haven't. <laughs> so here's some stuff that exists in the cartoon that doesn't exist in the Bayformers movies, and you're gonna say that's a little weird. First off, Cybertron is still a planet. And people just live there. Yeah. And there's Transformers on Earth, and they 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 pretty much do like Star Trek and they go and visit other planets to see what's there. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and and the movie opens with like some people on another planet, and then it gets eaten by Unicron, which is actually the villain of the movie coming out this week. <clears throat> which is very cool, by the way, because the only other time that Unicron has been a thing, they barely did it, and it, it was it, it lame. sucked, <laughs> but we'll
1: also talk about that when we get to it, but it's bad.
0: And so it's, it's the Transformers and the humans working together, because the Decepticons have just taken over their base on Earth and they're trying to survive Unicron coming to eat them. Right. It's less than 90 minutes. The animation is actually not so bad for for a movie made in the 80s. I I haven't seen the movie itself, but I've seen like
1: clips and it yeah, it looks that classic feeling.
0: And also it has the best Transformer which has only come back once and they butchered him so bad, uh Hot Rod. <laughs> Hot Rod is the coolest Transformer, and he's like what they tried to do with Bumblebee in these movies, but better. Yeah. And they just haven't bothered touching him. It seems like uh, Mirage, the Pete Davidson Transformer in the new one. what is That's Pete
1: Davidson? Yeah. Know that.
0: Is going to be kind of a Hot Rod esque. Instead of just doing Hot Rod? Yeah. Cool. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Yeah. Let us begin uh, with... Oh, do you have
1: something to say? Oh, I was going to say that I haven't... Since I haven't seen this movie, like the animated movie, um, a lot of complaints towards <laughs> stuff being different or not what Transformers is, I don't necessarily agree with because... Or maybe I, I agree with it, but I don't have a problem with it because... Because you don't know. The Bayverse is the ones that... I, that's the Transformers that I knew, so like that's Transformers to me.
0: Oh, and you know what's funny? That's why
1: I didn't. I wasn't mad about certain characters being a certain way that they
0: aren't in the original. <laughs> <laughs> so, the original cartoon was basically a glorified ad, so that you'd be encouraged to buy Transformers toys. Yeah, and that's like a critique to people like, oh, you can't like Transformers. It's just an ad to sell toys. I watched that movie probably a hundred times for the first first. Bayformers movie came out never was interested in buying them not even a little bit the first Bayformers came out and I bought twelve <laughs> I have a shoebox at my parents place. Figures too. I have so many <laughs> yeah. I got a I got the this was hard to find and I was super happy when I found it uh, Skids and Mudflap <laughs> from the second movie but it's when they're the ice cream truck together that's sweet it was very cool Um, yeah, I I had
1: a friend, or I still have a friend, Uh, but he had a bunch of Transformers figures and I I, I still remember the coolest thing that he ever owned to me was he had like all the Transformers that you could combine together to make the big guy that like, the
0: Devastator. Yeah, the Devastator. I was like, this is so sweet. I actually Googled (laughs) it when I was watching the movie to see how much it would cost to buy it. Too much for me to buy. But it's
1: sweet, though, because it was, like, a bunch of different figures that combined into this one. I'm like, oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get into it. (laughs) Bayformers 1. Now, here's what's interesting about this one for me is I watched this one all the time as a kid. Thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Then, like, four or five years ago, I hadn't seen him in a while, Rewatched him, and I thought this movie was just awful. I... I barely made it to the end, and I was like, this is just not what I remember. It's not working for me. This is, I was a little heartbroken. That's important And then I hadn't watched it probably since then until just recently for this episode. Right. And my, my expectations were reset, and I, I went, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's great. I don't think any of these are great, but I had I had fun enough with the first one.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Um, I loved the first one and on my rewatch, also another thing to note is I haven't watched any of these movies in years <laughs> before this. So it was very exciting to get to discover how my opinions would change. And it definitely worsened for the first one. <laughs> I I still like I still really like the movie because it's very nostalgic to me. Right? Yeah. And I love the action. The action in all these movies is sweet. I'm not going to lie there. Well, yeah. Yeah. Generally. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. But, wow, the first Transformers movie is chock full of not Transformers stuff. <laughs> yeah. That just kind of sucks. All of the the military stuff that's happening and whatever those three, three? Uh, like the science... People, the girl, and the guy. And I kind of think
0: of just her and the black guy who cracks yeah, the chip. Her,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I hated all of that. <laughs> I, there's so much, and I'm like, this movie, I oh, was at two and a half hours. It could have been 90 minutes. Yeah. You could have cut out an hour of this, and this movie would have been beautiful. I love Sam Witwicky and the Witwicky family. I think they're hilarious to watch, so I enjoyed all that. <laughs> I I...
0: They have their moments where I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, okay. I'll tell you but what. I I do really like them. I cannot stand his parents. <laughs> they're so annoying. Oh, I think they're funny. Now, here's the thing, though. About these first three, varying in quality, the movies they are. But I gotta give it to Shia LaBeouf because he commits 100% oh, so in all three of these. Yeah. Like, like the way that he like screams, or in the second one when he's having like the, the meltdowns or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, where he's speaking really fast and like, yeah, like having like breathing issues in the middle of that. Yeah, I'm like, man, you, you can't deny that <laughs> he really sent it. Oh yeah, what he what he did these. I think, I I I think the likableness of his character varies from moment to moment. Yeah. But I can't deny his commitment to the role. And it actually, it is a little bit, I think the movies would be worse without that level of commitment. And he's he's also trying harder than anyone else in these movies. Oh, yeah.
1: I think why I like the Witwicky family, and mainly Sam, is because for some reason, lots of lines are very iconic to me. And they're just (laughs) hilarious. I would like... Not in a, I don't know, like a Robin Williams hilarious way. But like, they just seem so ironic and I, I don't know what it is. There's some corny but, lines in this. Yeah, but the corny lines I think are pretty funny for me anyway. Like, what would Jesus do? It's pretty yeah. stupid. It's pretty stupid, but I think,
0: it's, like, it's kind of funny. But And you know something else about this first movie that I think they do really well is they have a lot of characters that show up for just a little bit. That are a ton of fun. First off. Uncle Bobby B.
2: The guy <laughs> who Bobby saw B, 7th grade.
0: <laughs> Birdie <Mack> is Is <laughs> doing. Just having a blast. And he's. You know. I get a smile every time that scene comes on. Yeah. He's super fun. I like. Uh, the Indian call center guy. That's talking to Lennox over the cell phone. <laughs> offering him like a premium plan stuff. Yeah. And there's just characters like that. In this first movie. That just show up for just a little bit. And like just fun enough and then as soon as their moment is done they're out of the movie for the rest of it but they've made their mark. Yeah. I thought that that was really good. Also something that shocked me given that the first movie is 15 years old, 16 years old, 16, 2007 the CGI looks incredible. Especially oh, yeah. in this first movie, you get to like watch like how each part of the vehicles like Moves into a different part of the Transformer. Yeah. There's definitely this, a lot of
1: attention put into it.
0: And the sound editing is incredible. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Like, it is bonkers to me that it still looks that good. Yeah. What's even crazier is that I think that it looks pretty bad <laughs> in the later movies. Not necessarily Bumblebee, but I think in 4 and 5 the Transforming looks
1: less good. I have said I like the Witwicky family. And there was other humans I don't like. The biggest one is Megan Fox. What's her...
0: (laughs) Michaela. Gosh. I hate her so much in these movies. She's massively underused. I've heard it said that it's shocking that she's not the main character in the first movie. Oh, gosh. Because she's actually capable. And in the final fight, she's the one that has to make like a... A big, bold decision when she has, like, the tow truck and she decides that she's going to drive it with B. Where Sam just runs and screams the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, but Sam's better. Yeah.
1: Because he's more fun. But Megan Fox just sucks at acting in these movies.
0: I'm just going to say that. She does a terrible job. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily blame her entirely. But you're also not wrong. It's also weird how sexualized they've made her in these movies <laughs> yeah. especially when in the first one they're in the 11th grade yeah it's and I'm weird. like w- why Why are we all staring at a sweaty girl sweaty 11th grade girl's tummy and I know she's older than that because this is the era of 25 year olds playing high school students yeah. but
1: like the <laughs> NASA's like the NSA or whatever the, the something rather is recruiting directly out of high school these days and it cuts to the room and I'm like <laughs> Nobody there is in high school. <laughs> not
2: yeah. even
0: close. Yeah. Yeah, the the sexual stuff in these movies is just so weird. And, like, yeah. I was pretty aware of it when I was watching as a kid. And I was like, ugh. And even as, like, an adult and I'm catching, like, everything now. Well, it's the I thing, still too. I still don't like it. On my rewatch, I'm like, wow. Some of this dialogue, I
1: did not... Realize, there's so many
0: bad. Well, like I watched the jokes. G- the DVD, so at the beginning it has the you know the movie's rated PG-13 for such and such. Yeah. And it says and some innuendo, and I went some. some. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Well this is. I'll mention a little more in the second one, but there's a a pretty solid continuity error. Which, I, well, I mean, the, the, the continuity sucks. <laughs> no, it's non existent.
1: The, the All Spark is the most powerful creation, or most powerful power
0: source ever to exist. And Transformers have been on the Earth for, like, just a little bit. The All Spark and, and Megatron crashed there, like, probably in the 1800s, they make it sound like, but no one's ever been there before. Yeah. Moving on to the second movie. <laughs> We've been here since the Birth of Man! <laughs> what <laughs> that doesn't make sense or the amount of times that like well because the pyramids yeah you know which aren't pyramids they're machines covered in bricks that's true yeah and you know what i'd forgive these continuity errors if they didn't try to connect all five movies so much if if they played it more loose Like, these are just five movies that happen to have Transformers in them. I'd probably forgive a bunch of stuff. But, especially in five, they bring in so much from the previous movies, and it's like, okay, this is almost cool, except none of this makes sense, and none of it lines up.
1: Yeah, they also just say forget lots of stuff from the previous movies, too. Speaking of continuity errors, Bumblebee, in the first one, uses radio to speak. And then, out of nowhere, he actually
0: uses his real voice. At the end. At the Triumphant end. moment. Don't, why? Also, like, why weren't you speaking the whole time? Because it just got fixed. Probably when he got his legs blocked, shot off. Yeah, because that makes Which sense. Which also... I, I want to move on from the first movie. <laughs> but Boneby getting his legs shot off was a cool move in that final fight because it makes his stakes feel a little higher when they mm-hmm. fight the Decepticons. Um, Especially because Bumby is the one that we followed the most. Uh, And then just kind of nothing like that happens ever again. Yeah. But I was saying, continuity. He
1: speaks with the radio, then he uses his voice. And then into the second one now, he uses his radio again, and no one talks about his voice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's cool. Because they thought that that gimmick was really good. They're really proud of, we can use all these different audio clips to to make his voice. It's not good. Oh, I like it. I don't like it. (laughs)
1: Again, you know, I, I I like it because that was what I thought Bumblebee was. When I found out that Bumblebee actually has a voice, actually has a voice, I was like, "What? That's weird."
0: I liked the Bumblebee movie, and we'll get to it. But I don't like the radio, <laughs> the radio thing. Yeah, yeah. Octopus Prime dies in the second one. Which was cool because he died in, in the original movie, the animated one. And it was a big moment because they defined a new leader for the Autobots. And, and it was a big, you know, a big push in a story. Turns out this is the first of like four times that Optimus Prime dies. Uh, and it, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> He'll come back. Again, now the Matrix of Leadership is the most powerful thing. Okay, ever. you want to know something? What? Do you remember in the first movie when he says, Sam, if it doesn't work, uh, you can push. Or he's not talking talking to the Autobots. He says, I'll combine the cube with the spark in my chest. And he opens it up and there's like an orange Yeah, he says that to Sam. Uh, Yeah, that's the Matrix of Leadership. Yeah. Straight up, like, that's the exact (laughs) design of what it is in the cartoon. And then they made the second one. They're like, well, that's a pretty cool... Plot device, the matrix of leadership. Let's use it. Like, oh, but it's already in Optimus's chest, so we'll just make it different—a dagger thing. Thing. <laughs> I don't really know what it is. It's a key. Sure. Optimus's heart. Yeah. It. Is.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, look, I love Shia LaBeouf in these movies, but the dialogue in this one—it's oh, really bad. Oh, and just most of this movie is oh my goodness, there's a transformer over there, or look out, or fire, just a lot of stuff that's really obvious. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll they'll say it like six times, like hey, look, a transformer. Oh, it's a transformer. I'm like, yeah, I can I can see that. Thank you very much. I didn't. I don't like the way that they use the matrix of leadership, which isn't even a leadership thing. It's just a bring back to life tool.
2: Yeah.
0: So. Uh, Don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: And then you Again, have, I had no problems with this because I was like, <laughs> this
0: is what Transformers is because I hadn't seen anything else. And then there's two slivers of the Allspark cube. I know they pulled the one out in the end of the first movie. Oh my goodness. But why do they need to have a second one? The, okay.
1: The one in his jacket or his sweater. Yeah. They established that it's been two years since the last movie. And then he drops out of his sweater. I'm like, have you never washed that
0: sweater in two years? Yeah, because he he bled in that thing, remember? He tells you why he didn't wash it. It's like a Super Bowl jersey. It's dumb. It's disgusting. (laughs) Also, how did the shard not burn through his jacket and then burn through the floor? Don't worry about it. Also, why did it burn through the floor and then not burn through the counter? Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's fine, yeah. Uh, what well, I think what happened was they really liked the idea of that scene in the first one where Sam trips and he turns like the soda machine and the steering wheel into transformers. And they were like, "That's excellent." Two shards of the queue, We're gonna turn a kitchen into transformers. Yeah. No, nah, I don't <laughs> no. know. <laughs> no, no thanks. Also, why are every time a transformer is born, they're just inherently aggressively violent. Like in the first one, when they turn the cell phone into one, it just starts shooting at everyone
2: yeah. with
0: bullets and, and a missile. <laughs> and then at the beginning of every single movie... No, but they were once a peaceful race. Yeah, at the beginning of every single movie, Optimus Prime says, we were once a peaceful race. Then came the war. I'm like, well, what... <laughs> at, at no point do I actually believe that you've ever been peaceful. Also, you as a robots... That have guns built into you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I also think... It's awesome, though. That... With the exception of one character in the third movie, the second movie is the last one where I can... I feel comfortable fighting the criticism that all the Transformers look the same. I think in the first movie, I think that... Even the Decepticons look distinct enough that I could say... Especially, and maybe helpful that I was a big fan at the time. I'm like, oh, that's Bone Crusher, that's Starscream, that's that's Barricade. Um, But at some point, they just all look like the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. You know, with all the swords. Yeah. It's just a lot of metal spikes piled on each other. Yeah. I think two's the last one where I can say, well... No... Because you can tell that that's Starscream because he has flat panels. Yeah. And he he has very broad shoulders. Yeah. But all the other Decepticons that they bring down for the final fight, yeah, they look the same. (laughs) They do. Yeah, definitely. Um, Also, pet peeve. This is a big pet peeve. I think I talked about it in the Fast and Furious episode. But, uh... I don't think Hollywood knows how CPR oh and goodness. AEDs work. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Sam oh. Sam dies, and they get down and they start pumping, and I'm like, okay. Probably should have checked if he was actually dead first, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, it's it's like the
1: you should have done that first, but of course this is a movie and that's boring.
0: So we got to cut straight to this. I'll forgive it. And then he does it. He doesn't even do mouth to mouth. He just does chest pumps for like eighteen seconds, and then goes call it. (laughs) And then they bring in the shocker pads, which is not even how an AED works. (laughs) But and then they do it like four times, and his arms fly up in the air like they do in all the movies. Yeah, and that's a that's definitely a personal pet peeve. Oh, me too. I get mad every single time. Oh, it's ridiculous. But also, also, Sam dies and goes to Prime Heaven, so that the other Primes are like, Sam, you're the real Prime. Now you use the Matrix to bring back our brother. And I was like, oh, don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, here's a question for you. The movie's called Revenge of the Fallen. What is he getting revenge for? Um, oh, so a good explanation
1: for that is So the Fallen, back in Okay, so Megatron, right? Because he was with the So Optimus yeah. and Hmm
0: They didn't the, think the of him The Fallen's a bad guy Yeah <laughs> He's bad it, Many times in the movie he goes I will have my revenge And it's like, good for you man, but For what? <laughs>
1: We also, because he's mad at the Primes. We also... uh Because they beat him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a bad guy.
0: We also get the beginning of, of Psychopath Optimus Prime. Oh my goodness. He's fighting Megatron,
1: and he's calling him all these, like, robo-slurs and everything. I'm like, what are you doing?
0: Calm down. And, and look, when he's fighting, like, seven of them in the forest... I'm okay with it, because you can kind of argue self-defense. But then he gets to the end, and he really brutalizes the Fallen. And the things that he says, like, Give me your face. Oof. That, oof. Not loving that. I'm not sure where that came from, either. This peaceful leader of the Autobots. You know, we were once a peaceful planet. Peaceful people. You know, the Autobots, we don't we do not do violence unless it's absolutely necessary. You're going a bit above and beyond there, my man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. But again, that was my optimist. <laughs> <laughs> War criminal right, Optimus. Here's a question for you. How do you feel about Leo, his roommate in college? Oh my goodness. Leo actually kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what <laughs> happened? This is absolutely what happened. They went, okay, Simmons from Sector 7 he was a ton of fun in the first movie. Agreed. But we need a we need a way for him to, to you know we need like that character to interact with Sam and Michaela. But it's weird if he just hangs out with them. So they made his roommate just exactly the same, but the actor's way worse at it.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, he's so bad. Also, again, his dialogue doesn't make any sense. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's a conspiracy theorist, right? <laughs> this this is his whole thing. Later in the movie, he, he's got his phone and Sam throws it and he breaks it. He's like, "Don't do that. They can track us." And he goes, "What? They can track us? Like, like satellite trackers?" I'm like, "Aren't you a conspiracy theorist?
0: <laughs> Why wouldn't you know about this?" Also, his web, his website is therealfanddeal deal.com and I'm not censoring my language. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a stupid name. Yeah. Oh. Did you Did you look at the video that I texted you? Yes the the repeating shot they use the exact same shot this movie with, in less than a minute yeah two times that that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh I also don't like skids and mud flap no they're annoying yeah I and like Jetfire. Jet fire is cool though Jetfire is good yeah what about wheels wheels wheelie, wheelie? Wheatley has his moments, but overall I don't like him. What about... Especially because he spends most of the movie humping things. Don't. Including the mm-hmm. yeah. Megan Fox. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she just uh, smiles at him. I'm like, that's... Weird. Sexual harassment. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. What about when she takes him through airport security? But don't think about it. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's like the screenwriting from Michael Bay that's like, makes these movies. (laughs) No. Yeah. Okay. Here's my, here's my experience with this movie. Um, first watch, first time I watched the movies, I think I've rewatched them all once. I mean, I mean twice now, including this, but yeah. First time I watched it, I was like, meh, don't like the second one. Second time I watched it, I was like, what was I thinking? I don't. I honestly do not know why I didn't like that. That's my favorite of the three. And then now this time again, I'm like, wow, this is not get great. I, I still I like parts of the second one. I don't hate the movie.
0: You know what's hilarious but... is when they bring Optimus back to life. <laughs> it. He's like, oh, like I've been too beat up. So Jetfire's like, here, take my parts, so you can become. You can have enough to fight these guys. So then, Jolt, that's the blue guy's name, if you didn't know, he zaps the two of them. And then Optimus gets like like this jetpack and all this armor and these guns, you know, from Jetfire. And he goes and he fights and he, he takes off half of Megatron's face and he kills, he just murders the fallen. Yeah. Barehanded. And then he walks and he just shrugs all the parts off like it was nothing. <laughs> and I was like, why would you not keep that? <laughs> Like surely, the transformerness of you would have a way to like store those extra parts. Be it just like a box on the back of of the cab. Yeah,
2: that's but you what just he
0: just he just shrugs everything off. Well, for the sake of the movie, but he
1: keeps them because he has them in the third one. I think those are different things. I think they're supposed to be the same things. And that's why he I in the third one. I think you're being a little too optimistic about the continuity of these <laughs> movies.
2: It,
1: I I think they're the same. They're, they look different because continuity <laughs> is great. But I think the idea was that they were the same pieces. Or at least or at least they're like, hey, remember when he did that? That's cool, let's do it again.
0: Also, RC is the female transformer in these movies? RC's great. Not in these movies, but seems um, great. Yeah, in this movie, they made her three motorcycles with hologram riders, and they die really pathetically. At like the beginning of the movie, Oh, it's near the end. They're like, "Come well, with they're us!" Just, they're
1: just—they're useless for the entire movie, so that's why. And then they're like,
0: "Come with us, Sam!" And then they just get shot one by one and die. Yeah. Look, it's not very good. <laughs> The third one isn't that bad.
1: I love the third one.
0: I. This movie.
1: All of the problems I had with the human characters, I still kind of had. But. I don't like any of the humans besides the three Wikis in the first two.
0: But. I don't know. I just. I think this movie's really fun. The one human complaint that I have. Is it feels like everyone watching this movie is supposed to have watched Grey's Anatomy and or what? find McDreamy like the bad guy? Oh yeah, really good looking. <laughs> and I'm like, he looks like a dude, just just a dude, just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trans- <laughs> Especially with just like a dude. I think that Lennox is a more attractive man than the one who's supposed to be an attractive man in this movie. Lennox. Yeah. Also, how did Lennox end up working for like the spy division of the government, but Epps gets downgraded to like street control at NASA? (laughs) I don't know. That's racism.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, not that racism has been absent from the previous movies it's been very present yeah oh boy you know what I, I will appreciate
1: I do appreciate the the Star Trek part of this yeah because Leonard Nimoy I, well I appreciate half of it Leonard Nimoy plays Sentinel
0: Prime yeah um, he I also be- voices Galvatron in the animated movie what? Yeah. Sweet.
1: That's <laughs> cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. So, at the beginning of Dark of the Moon, uh, wheels and brain something, whatever, brains. Is that what brains? Is? brain. Anyway. I think so. The, the two small Transformers, the RC car Transformers, are watching Star Trek, and the guy's like, oh, I've seen this one. This is the one where Spock goes nuts. It's like, yeah, oh, that's... Subtle. Subtle. I like it. It's the most subtle that you'll find in any yeah. of these movies. <laughs> and then there's another Star Trek yeah. reference when
0: he goes... Uh, hold on. I, you, I know the cor- fail, you fail to see that the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. Other way around. That's what Sentinel says, which is a flip on what oh, Spock oh, says. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was yeah. going to say the Star Trek thing. Yeah.
1: I don't understand. I, really I love... get the
0: reference, but it doesn't apply <laughs> here at all. It's just to be fun man But it, it's because Spock is saying it yeah but it doesn't apply to the situation <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> I really like the second half of this movie the first half I think has its, it, it's it's fine but I think that's where probably most of the issues would be like why does Sam not have a job you save the world twice and maybe the government would be like, no, we'll we'll get you a job. Yeah, you'd probably be working for the government. Yeah. Yeah. At least uh,
1: street control uh, at NASA, at the very least.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: John Malkovich. <laughs> I probably enjoyed him less this time than I have any time previous. Hmm. But Ken Jeong... He's so good. It's one of those things, too. If he it, wasn't dude. committing that hard, <laughs> like when he pulls the papers out of his underwear, it's like, oh, that's weird. But then he rubs them under Sam's <laughs> nose, and I'm like, okay, this is weird enough that I can get behind this.
1: When he pulls the pistols out. With the... Yeah. That's so good.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, I think. Also, uh, the best part is is when Razor Beak says to Ken Jong's character, I'm gonna suicide you. And then he turns him and pushes him out the window. You know, a suicide. You know, subtle. No one's gonna know what happened. And then Razorbeak turns into a photocopier and murders half the office. <laughs> yeah. Where's the subtlety? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it.
1: Leave it behind. <laughs> let it go. Train yourself to let go. It'll be okay. Um... You, can, you know what my favorite part of this movie is? Well,
0: is it Optimus being tangled in crane wires for forty five minutes?
1: No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but it's again Shia LaBeouf's character or his performance as Sam Wiki. That's specifically good. with him in his car when he goes to see Bumblebee, and the guy you know puts his hand on the thing. He's like, yeah. "What well, do you know? He's like, "Do not hit my car! It's a collector's item." And then he starts screaming. <laughs> when they with the back of the car up. up. Oh my yeah, gosh. That
0: scene is so good. At that point you are looking at him being like, that doesn't feel like acting anymore. That man is unhinged.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: Oh, and that's why I love this movie. First of all, it's got sweet action in it too. The action is really good.
0: But oh, and, Sam is so funny. The fight feels, like, intense, too. Or, or the, the whole battle that is the second half of the movie. Yeah. Like, even just watching them, like, run around, like, it feels like, kind of, like, on the edge of your seat, like, oh, what's going to happen next? If anything, there if there is anything wrong, it's that some stuff just happens off screen and you just have to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that Bumblebee gets held prisoner and you're like, wait.
2: Well, when happened. did
0: that happen? Yeah. And it's like, no, there's just four of them and they're all captives now. And then they Albert mm-hmm. Einstein one is going to get executed. Yeah. That scene is. sad. It is. The <laughs> point blank execution. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, but they are Decepticons. They're bad guys. That
1: is true. Unlike Optimus,
0: <laughs> <laughs> who <kind> of does <laughs> so many war crimes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know what I really liked in this movie is uh Sam killing Starscream. Because I think they really nailed how annoying Starscream is as a character and how slimy he is and how weasley he is.
1: I hated Starscream when I first watched his Oh movies. yeah. I was like He's, He's the so, worst. <laughs> so happy when he died. And the fact
0: that Sam's the one to kill him, I was
1: like, Oh, this is good. But the dialogue during that scene is like, why are you having dialogue here? Because it sucks, because Lennox is like, or what did you he say? He's like, what? Hold on, I have I have it written down so that I, I can remember. Oh, Sam's like we got twenty seconds left on the bomb. He's trying to get it off, and uh, <laughs> Lennox is like, what bomb? He's like, the one I planted his eye. He's like, okay. And then it cuts to them. He's like, how much time do we have left? I'm like, twenty seconds. <laughs> he just said. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like it's just it's all random dialogue. That he's like, all right, just say, Michael Bailey, just say random things, random military <laughs> things, and we'll, we'll, we'll put him over the scene.
0: What, it, what I did like about the humans, specifically the army in this movie, is they've learned enough that they know how to fight Transformers at this point, mm-hmm. and they can kill Decepticons pretty much by themselves. I mean, they're still, it's difficult for them, but they're, like, shooting their legs off and taking their eyes out, and, like, mm-hmm. actually, like making an impact where in, in the first one and I'd argue even the second one barely feels like they're doing anything. They're just there to look cool and have digga 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 in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but they're actually doing stuff in this one.
1: Here's something that I, I was happy with but also kind of disappointed by. My favorite Transformer is Shockwave. He is so sick looking. Yeah. Gen 1 design. Yeah. Um, So he's in this movie and I'm like Beautiful i love it his design is other than his face it's like oh it's a decepticon it's a bad guy decepticon and that's kind of the thing is they all look the same like we said yeah but his face is still cool and he's got a cool worm thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) a cool worm he's cool worm it is a cool
1: worm it is a cool worm it's an epic worm it breaks buildings and it makes explosions
0: optimus murders megatron and sentinel with one arm And they're both very brutal. And they're both unarmed. (laughs)
1: Megatron wasn't even going to fight Optimus. He's like, what would you do without me? And Optimus is like, you know what? Dude, I'm done. Like, I've killed you already. You've died already. We're ending this now. And he just turns around and out of nowhere just
0: rips his head off. Any more thoughts about three? No. It's stupid that they brought Megatron back for the fourth one. Why would you do that? You want Let something? him die. You want to know something funny? I'm so scared. <laughs> Don't say it. I loved Age of Extinction. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I did. I it's love this bad. movie. No, it's great. It is it's not great. <laughs> it's awesome. It is
1: bad. I love it. Put it out there.
0: They encourage pedophilia in this movie. One time. Which isn't good. The whole time. Yeah, okay. Tesla and Shane suck. I hate that them. is true
1: But There are humans in The other ones that I don't like T- Here's the good thing about this movie The human stuff Is they killed T.J. Miller off After 15 minutes That's not true <laughs> 45 minutes into the movie That's he 45 dies. Yeah This movie's pacing is weird
0: I hated him And I was very happy when he died Because I was like Oh my goodness He doesn't have to be in the movie anymore <laughs> But also That being said Mark Wahlberg's not much better I think, he, I think he's not bad uh, I've seen worse from him. <clears throat> That's true. Also, the last night. <sighs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, this one now has been five years since since Chicago, which I didn't
0: know. Uh, this makes no sense to me because they have to fill in the backstory. the The backstory in between these two movies is that when the third movie ended. The government was like, hey, thanks for saving us. By the way, you guys are illegal now, and we're going to kill you all. Yeah. Well, this is what happens in 3. They basically deported the Transformers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then, but the Transformers stuck away. So they're like, well, I mean, you disobeyed us, so... Even though you saved us, she's still here illegally, so we could change that. Or... We could just make that worse. But like that did carry over from 3 to 4 because they technically didn't
0: stop being illegal immigrants. <laughs> this is also the one where, where Optimus starts killing people. He kills a lot of humans in this movie. He also says, I'll kill you so Many much. times. Okay, here's the thing, alright? There's <clears throat> the argument that Optimus being a psychopath murderer... Is bad because it doesn't line up with the original. I'm gonna say, what kind of good guys have this guy as their leader? It doesn't make sense. In fact, I'm gonna say this the only time that it does make sense is in the fifth movie when he comes back and he's brainwashed. And that's the only time that he should have been like that
2: because Mm -hmm.
0: then it would have been like, oh snap, like he's really turned. Like this is dangerous. Like he could kill everyone. Yeah, but you say, what kind of good guys would have this guy as their leader? They're all like this.
1: They all want to kill humans in this movie, except maybe Bumblebee. That's true. But like Hound's, like just give me the word, I'll splatter his brains. <laughs> and here, but also, here's, here's Hound, hound is thing. pretty fun. Hound is fun. I love Hound. Um, Optimus, I I actually do understand his shift in character in this movie. Again, not being like in the same mentality where it's like you watch a Marvel movie, like oh they didn't do this thing from the comics. Mr. Knight isn't serious. He's a joke. I hate this. I didn't have that because I, I... Well, I mean, I read the comics, but... I didn't watch the original, so I didn't know Optimus' character. So I was kind of just watching Michael Bay's interpretation. Yeah. Um, but... He... Has been... Fighting for humanity, and they've just constantly said, forget you. And tried to hunt after him. So I get that he's kind of sick of it. And... Well, here's the thing that he says in this movie is... And then, now that he has been, like, trying to protect them and they've been, like, yeah, forget you, all that stuff, now they're actually killing his own, like, men, right? Like, they're killing Autobots. Humans are killing Autobots. Because now, like, the military has has gotten to a point where they don't see Autobots and Decepticons. They just see dangerous robots. They don't care what they are. They're going to kill them. Lockdown's not a Decepticon. Lockdown's something else. But... Right, so that's kind of what they're doing, and Optimus is frustrated, so he's started k- <laughs> killing humans. Not as in like I'm going after you guys, but like they're coming to take him, and he's like, "No, I'm done. I don't. You guys are bad humans, so I'm I'm gonna kill you, and I'm gonna run away, kind of thing." And even they're like, "We're," he's he says to Kate, he's like, "All right, this is it. We're gonna get the seed so that humanity isn't doesn't die." Because obviously we don't want that, but we're done protecting humans after this, because I have no trust or faith in you guys. Because it's also, his no matter fault. how many times,
0: yes, <laughs> at the end but, of but every, I see what happened there. At the end of every movie, he's like, "Any Autobots out there, come on over." Yeah, he never got clearance to do no, that. No, it's all his <laughs> fault. I it absolutely is. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I don't except I for don't hate it four and five think, where he's just like. Four is like reading a Japanese serenity poem where he's like, if we find unity in one each other, we can know true love. And I was like, what is this speech to close the movie? And then Imagine Dragons kicked in and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, I love Imagine Dragons in this movie. I like the song, but the speech, I was like, Whoa. also worth what Well, knowing. it ends with
1: him saying, I'm, I'm coming for you to my creators. Um, oh, that's true. And then he flies away.
0: Um... This is also the first movie to not have a transforming title. It just appears on screen. And that was when I knew that they stopped caring about these movies so much. They are like, "I do will make a billion dollars. Let's just throw some stuff together. Oh, I thought it was why cool. Are the, it's a different vibe change. That's why I are the bots movie? in this movie for four minutes? But they're cool. Ish. I think they're they also awesome. don't talk. That's yeah, okay. They talk a lot in the cartoon, and it's incredible. <laughs>
1: But I think the scene where Optimus like fights Grimlock briefly and then is like, yeah, I'm going to kill you or fight with me. And Grimlock's like, oh, shoot, okay, I guess I'll fight with you. I, I think forced it's pretty cool slavery. Scene. Yeah. You know how it is. War yeah. crimes, I'm saying. Optimus has been committing war crimes for four movies now. It's nothing out of the ordinary. It's just he's taken it a step further.
0: Four is the one where they make the the stinger. That's the ripoff of Bumblebee, right? Oh, yeah. And then Bumblebee swears, but censors himself on the radio.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: Sure. Also, Transformium is really stupid. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my gosh. When the guy's holding the My Little Pony
1: and then the machine gun. It looks terrible. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize how bad it looked. His hand is like, just keep your arm still, man. <laughs> Or actually have or things hold there. Or something.
0: Hold a <laughs> <Yeah>. green box.
1: <laughs> Honestly. Ugh. Yeah, it looks... It just looks awful. Stanley Tucci is okay. Oh, I love him. I think he's so good.
0: I think Joshua's hilarious. Ugh. I think... I think there's some moments where... I think he takes himself too seriously. You know the movie... Also, the movie was like... It was a really important character. We need to really establish him as a serious individual but he's not serious and the best parts is when he's not serious yeah he's hilarious yeah i didn't i don't like the phone oh, I, I can't I, believe that you do <laughs> yeah i i really like it i
1: i had a fond memory of it going into it uh, and i'll admit that the start isn't the best but I don't know. I think Stanley Tucci's hilarious, and I personally love the new designs. I think they're super unique and different, and I, I just, I find them very interesting to look at.
0: I think Optimus looks ugly in the last two movies. Oh, I love his design. Also, actually, for a while, I liked his design more. It was my favorite design of him. The thing I don't get is they're driving out in, like... Barely repaired Octus Prime, and then he scans it on the semi truck and he's fully healed. And I was like, yeah, if, if it's funny. that simple, why didn't you just do that when you got shot? Don't worry. <laughs> man. These are the things you're not supposed to think about. But you can't help but think about it. Yeah. Oh, actually,
1: he does actually swear that he will actively seek out and kill a human. Like how I said he did it. Yeah. He's like, I've sworn to never hurt humans. <clears throat> okay, sure, buddy. Um, but when I find out who did this, he's going to die. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Gay Optimus. Yeah. Alright. Uh,
0: fifth anyway, one's really bad. Okay, well, the thing about
1: the fifth one is... Don't tell me you like it. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm going to say. <laughs> no. The the fourth one came out, and this was my favorite Transformers movie for the longest time. Because I thought it was just purely just awesome. I, I'm, I'm I'm not going to lie to you and say the The incredible storytelling or continuity was just beautiful. Or I mean, Galvatron sucks. I forgot to say that. But all this stuff is—it's all intricate, deep meanings. No, that's not true. It—it's it, just I think it looks cool. But um, also the music is great. And the th-
0: thing about all these movies is the music is awesome. Okay, question about for you then about the music. Do you feel that it gets worse as the movies go on?
1: Not at all. No, I think it gets better. I thought that it was probably the best in the first movie and got worse. I think the first movie has a couple good tracks that stand out, like with Arrival to Earth. Yeah. And the thing at the beginning. I'm sorry if I can't remember the titles. <laughs> but, and then most of the score, besides those main tracks that everybody knows. Like, Arrival to Earth is the Transformers song that everyone knows. Yeah. Besides those and, like, Linkin Park and everything. The first one is just... Okay music. <laughs> It, it it feels like, you don't really notice it other than like a couple tracks. The second one
0: is it's mostly the Lincoln Park song. But yeah, orchestra.
1: Yeah. So I don't want to speak to that one. <laughs> the third one is sweet. That is true. The, the third one is my favorite Lincoln Park song. What about you? What's your favorite out of the three?
0: By itself, probably what I've done from nice, the first one is. Nice, nice. But I do like the way they work. Yeah. Iridescent. Yeah. Into yeah. the third one. But
1: like the score itself, I think, has more standout themes. Like during the final battle. When Optimus kills 12 people. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. the score is so sick. I think the fourth one, the way they have the score around like the Imagine Dragon song, Battle Cry, I think all that is really great. And Lockdown, oh, I didn't talk about Lockdown. Lockdown's awesome. I love Lockdown so much. And his theme is so cool. His theme is beautiful.
0: I hate Lockdown.
1: <laughs> I think he's sweet. But anyway, enough about Lockdown. I think the fifth one has the best music out of all of them. That's in terms me. of score. Because, <gasps> again, I'm going to say this, Arrival to Earth, that's the best Transformers song yeah. from all of these movies. But it's really just that song and a couple other tracks that everyone knows. Whereas I think, as an overall score, there's lots of like really good music in the fifth one. Listening to the soundtrack. Not watching the movie, because they integrate it terribly, but, like, the soundtrack itself is, like, like, Sacrifice's first song in the soundtrack um, is at the beginning of the movie with the medieval stuff, mm-hmm. which is so bad. Ugh, oh, Fifth One sucks. But that soundtrack on its own, if I'm just listening to it, it builds and builds it's like, this is, like, really good stuff. And then I watch this movie, I'm like,
0: I'm so mad that... That song sucked in the movie. I was so excited when they said they were bringing Stanley Tucci back for the fifth one, because I thought he was kind of funny. Yeah. No, he's Then he was Merlin, Merlin and I went, okay. And then he does nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: Because he's just He drinks
0: a lot, and I feel like that wasn't... It was probably real alcohol, because he's not doing anything. (laughs) No. Ugh. And then we get the other, the new backstory, which we haven't been talking about in the other movies, but that King Arthur isn't a myth, but it's real. And then they say that magic isn't real, but it's technology, and it's this Merlin staff, and the dragon is a transformer. But also, Vivian has magic like 17 times in this movie. Mm -hmm. She touches like a submarine and it turns on. Vivian sucks. What do you think about Vivian?
1: Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of Stanley Tucci, Joshua in the last one, at the end of the four, he was like, or um, Mark and Tessa was just like, we don't have a home dad. It blew up. Remember? He's like, I might be able to help with that. Uh, apparently, he just said, Nah, <laughs> forget it, because now Kate is living at a, a junkyard, or Joshua
0: bought him a junkyard. <laughs> Or he just bought a house for Tessa. Because <laughs> huh. she appears to be doing okay. Well, her dad is just wanted, <laughs> but he gets caught by the government like six times and they just do nothing about it. The police is like, give me my car back. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> what? <sighs> this movie's bad. You know, okay, I think Mark Wahlberg is atrocious and sweet, But someone I think who's worse is a. Uh, Isabella I think she changed her last name but she's the girl that plays Dora in the live action movie Izzy in this movie I think that's her name (laughs) (laughs) she's terrible so bad and look I don't I don't love bashing child actors but why would you make her such an integral part of the story or try to she's not even an integral part of the story she just keeps showing up yeah she's bad yeah, In fact, there's a whole sequence
1: with kids at the beginning breaking into Chicago. That, yep. that sucks. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Baby Dinobots, though, is the only positive thing I have about this movie.
0: Alright, moving on. Oh, <sighs> yeah, what also... Sucks? What? Which was at 4 or 5 where where they revealed that uh, Haley's Comet didn't kill the dinosaurs, but... Transformers did by turning them all into that, metal. That was because that was the seed. That was so that was at the beginning of four. Stupid, <laughs> stupid.
1: Well, let's think about these movies. They've all been, boom. See this point in history. That was Transformers. See this point in history. Actually, funny enough, Transformers. All right, moving on to the third one. You know this point in history, right? Transformers. Actually, Transformers. You no, know, it's crazy, but it's actually Transformers. But they keep going farther and farther back in time. Where it's like, alright, when did they really get here? This is dumb. It is. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Hot Rod's in this movie. And he's the worst. I can't... uh, Like, as much as anyone can be mad about Octa's Prime, get over it. Because Hot Rod has been done so dirty. He's a pervert. And Mm -hmm. he has... This terrible French accent. No, he hates the accent. I'm not, dissing, I'm not dissing I'm not dissing the French says. accent. But what he's doing is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they point it out in the movie, and I'm like, this is like this is like Roman saying we're invincible in F9. When you point it out, it doesn't make it better. It's still bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to at the beginning
1: of this movie, they say in like the uh, prologue sequence or whatever you want to say it, um, opening it the movie they're like, this is the world, you know, say it's it's Chicago, there's they've set up operations over here, this new organization. Transformers are declared illegal. I'm like that Yeah. They already were at in the third movie. And then the fourth one they're like we declare them. I'm like, you already did and then they never solved that. So then on the fifth one like they declared them I'm like Yeah, we know. Goodness me. Just just goodness
0: me. It's it's great. Uh, also, I... Mark Wahlberg's hair sucks. Oh my goodness, it's too what happened? Long. And that metal arm thing that he gets, I don't like it. Oh, It's Excalibur. Oh yeah. Stupid. Dumb. But there's also a really dumb scene where it's like moving around him and he's like, oh, what's happening? And then he like lifts his shirt up so that uh... Vivian can walk in and watch it crawl into his pants. Why is it going into his pants? Damn. Because it's it's funny. funny. (laughs) Uh, Gosh. Also, there's... Look, you can suspend some disbelief for some of these things, but when the moment comes, a sword's coming down on Optimus, I think, and and Cade, like, reaches (laughs) into nothing, and then the sword appears as Excalibur, and he stops the sword from a 50-foot robot. (laughs) He's like, Ugh! And he's put like a little bit of effort into it, but he's not straining that hard. And I'm no. like, that's mm, nope.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, that's the that's the Prime versus B fight, um, which is when you, you can say the voice thing. <laughs> okay, so Bumblebee speaks to Optimus to get him like to stop. He's like, it, "It's me, Optimus, like it's your oldest stop. friend." Yeah, and then Optimus goes, "Bumblebee, I haven't heard your voice since Cybertron fell." I'm like. That's, that's not That's just true. not true. <laughs> what about the first movie? When he spoke and never did it again. Oh, also in this movie, they try to fix his voice with, like, Siri, Bumblebee. Do you remember this scene? At, like, the Junkyard near the beginning. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, sucks.
0: Um. Also, they they do this thing where Bumblebee can be torn into a million pieces and he just oh, magnetically so weird. goes back together. That's dumb. Why? How? So, you've removed all the stakes. Optimus could have won that fight 17 times and it wouldn't matter. No. He'll just go and back together. Yeah, it's great. Ugh. Optimus sucks. How is Anthony Hopkins in this movie? Oh, yeah. I don't. He's awful. He's really bad. Yes. Ugh. And his Transformer Butler is worse. Cogman is just awful. And his last line in the movie is so dumb. He's like a royal butler. And he goes, of all the earls I've served in my lifetime, you were by far the coolest. The coolest? What are you talking about? Oh my... Also, he wasn't cool. (laughs) His cane gun was cool. But also, there's no way a cane (laughs) has enough power to knock back Megatron... Who shouldn't be in this movie. Okay, yeah. And it's... I forgot <clears throat> watching the movie, I forgot the Megatron was in this movie four times. <laughs> I was like, Who is that? And he goes, I'll have my revenge. And I'm like, That's Megatron Oh my, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And it, it's cause Galvatron at the end of the fourth one, he's like, We shall meet again, Optimus, for I am reborn. Blah blah blah. Galvatron sucks. He's the worst in this in four. But and then in this one he's just Megatron now. With the same voice. But at the beginning, Lennox and some other military dudes are listening to a recording, and Lennox is like, I know that voice. It's been in my head ever since whatever. That's Megatron. I'm like, that's not Megatron. That does not sound like Hugo Weaving to me. That's Galvatron. No, but it is, it is voiced
0: by the guy who voiced Megatron in the Transformers movie. But why would you do that?
2: Yeah.
1: Because that's not Megatron in these movies. But they're still like, yeah, it's Megatron's voice. Yeah, No, it's not. No, that's not true. Also, Optimus. Also, what Okay. Uh, no, finish your thought. It's okay. okay. I'm sorry. So gotta talk about Nemesis Prime here. <laughs> so Optimus has less than nine minutes of screen time in this stupid movie that's two hours and thirty five minutes. What yeah, the yeah. heck? That mm, that mm, okay. Uh He shouldn't have been don't... in the movie. <sighs> okay. At the be- like near his uh as first scenes um, he turns into Nemesis Prime or whatever he, I think when he's fighting B maybe he says I am Nemesis Prime randomly yeah N- no you're not okay that's not what Nemesis Prime is okay Nemesis Prime is like what humans made to fight Optimus like trans- Transformers you know what I'm saying that's their, that's their thing that's kind of like what 4 they were kind of doing or their idea when humans made Transformers to like kind of replace them or whatever so that's that's Nemesis Prime's thing. Nemesis Prime. All right, we're going to bring it to Goji here. Nemesis Prime is the equivalent to Mecha Godzilla, all right? If Godzilla got like, I don't know, a, uh, ring? a metal a ring or a metal plate on his hand and said, "I am Mecha Godzilla." no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Nemesis Prime.
0: Stupid. Stupid. Oh, uh, anyway, what are we going to say? What are they going to do with the fact that half the Cybertron Is hanging off the edge of the earth. What are they going to do with the fact that Unicron is the earth? Nothing. Because they (laughs) cancelled it and made a new movie a year later. Also, that's Gemma Chan. I know. I was like what the heck? Wow. And she's like I can tell you how to kill him. And I'm like wait. So you're a good guy? Because you look a lot like. It looks like the the post credit scene in Days of Future Past. X-Men. Where it's like. The the Herald for Apocalypse, <laughs> which is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five is really bad. Five sucks. You know what's good though? Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee's great. It puts all these movies to shame. Oh,
1: absolutely! Bumblebee's so good. Uh, okay, Here, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go back to five for a second because I'm. This is relevant to Bumblebee. Five changes like the look of Transformers, mainly like colors not like just shifting colors cuz it does that but like transformers feel like their colors feel like brighter and they're it's, it's they're way more vibrant um and it's like okay why but bumblebee does that too everyone's way more vibrant but they're also the gen 1 designs but like updated for these movies but oh my goodness those first 3 minutes on cybertron Art. Looks good. You could have a whole movie there. Honestly, why don't we? <laughs> but that, those first three minutes are the best Transformers on screen out of, yeah. any, out of anything here. Oh, Optimus looks so good. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Look, it's 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 a little annoying that they did the voice thing again. But at least we get to see it happen. We're just told his voice box was wrecked on Cybertron. But that didn't happen to anyone else. But this one we see like the, the attack of his, yeah. his voice box. We see it get harmed and so he yeah. can't speak as Dylan O'Brien anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, also the whole voice thing in this movie, like with the radio, is done way better than any of the other Transformers movies. And mainly like the emotional scenes with him. I think if he didn't have, or if he had his actual voice throughout this whole movie, the movie would have had to be way different. Oh yeah, because but like the way it is, I think it works beautifully with him yeah.
0: not having his voice. I also think that that well, first of all, I'm a sucker for Haley Steinfeld. I think she's I'm incredible. Great. Yeah, in everything she's done. Um, but I also think that her relationship with Bone is really nice. Oh, it is definitely. Um, and like the the big emotional moment of her story where she she dives. Into the water to, to see B, underwater. It's a little corny, per, unnecessary. He's not going to drown. No, but, but whatever. <laughs> given everything that we've seen in the past five movies, this is way better. Yeah, I.
1: Here is the thing I love about, say for example, like actually, all of them, <laughs> maybe less the fifth one, but they're all like big city battles. Yeah, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. But like, yeah, once in Egypt. But anyway, most of them are big city battles. Yeah, with multiple Transformers, you know, flying ships and doing and whatnot. But Bumblebee is like small scale. Two Decepticons versus one Autobot, like they're fighting each other, kind of thing. And it's better. <laughs>
0: yeah, they they touch on it a little bit in the Bayformers ones, but they never really capitalize on it but B is supposed to be the number one soldier of the Autobots like no one can fight Bumblebee and win mm-hmm. and you get that idea sometimes like if B is fighting multiple Decepticons and he pulls you know ravages tail
2: mm-hmm.
0: out of his body and stuff but really Ironhide in the first two movies feels more like what Bumblebee is supposed to be like this is the guy you don't mess with cause he's gonna win
2: mhm
0: and so, yeah, it was nice that he got his moment to shine Yeah, in this movie. I also like John Cena in this movie. John Cena. I, John, I like John Cena in everything. John Cena in this movie? You need to explain your joke because they can't see us.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the joke. It's the, it's the invisible yeah, joke. The, yeah, okay. In case you didn't get
0: that. <laughs> uh, yeah. He just looked at me and smiled, but that doesn't come through <laughs> on the audio. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I like the John Cena. The true intellects will understand. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the in the next movie, the one coming out this week, Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, maybe I, he probably won't, but Definitely. maybe he will. Yeah, he's what Bumblebee does the
1: best is space stuff, and that's <laughs> uh, so what I'm gonna explain it as space stuff. Mainly, just in the middle of the movie or middle, I don't I'm sure middle, whatever. Yeah, we get uh. The two Decepticons. I can't remember their names. What are the names? Ugh. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> on a planet, killing a, an Autobot, trying to find Bumblebee or trying to find Optimus Prime, and right, and they're like going different to different planets and stuff, tracking down Autobots. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. Whereas everything else in like
0: the Bay movies happens on Earth, besides flashbacks and whatnot. Yeah, but I think they also succeeded. I mean, I wouldn't say that anyone doesn't like Bumblebee in the earlier movies. He's a pretty likable character, but they really make him likable in this one. Yeah. In a way that none of the Transformers are in the previous movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can understand why humanity would want to partner with this robot in particular. We'll see how the other ones turn out. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for Rise of the Beast, though. I am, It looks good. I'm scared it's not going to be very good, but but I, I also... At have the fun.
1: very least, it looks like it's going to have awesome action with Gen 1 style yeah. Transformers. And that's kind of what I'm going
0: to see anyway, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we've barely talked about Bumblebee, but it's very good. It's very good, yeah. And it's a nice 80s movie as well. Yeah. It's got a nice, simple, emotional plot. For sure. I like it. It's great. Um... Also, I think the CG is great in it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it was a step up from 4 and 5. I think they put a little more heart into the, I, the effects. I think 4 doesn't look too bad, but 5
1: looks awful. <laughs> Goodness me. But anyway, um,
0: what would your ranking be? Are we including Bumblebee? Yes, 6 movies. Alright, bottom to the top? Sure. 5, 4, 2, 1, 3, Bumblebee.
1: I have four, two, one, three, Bumblebee. Nice. Okay. Mine would be if I can remember correctly. Five, two, one, four, three, Bumblebee. If you put four at the top, I was about to storm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably my my hottest take on on the pod so far. That I think four is great, but I mean, you, you can't help what you love. You know what I'm saying? Four is a lot of fun for me, so
0: yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> uh, our letterbox accounts are linked in the description below. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will review the new Transformers movie, Rise of the Beast, as soon as we see it. So you check all, out all our letterboxd Yeah, yeah. So you can see those there. Uh, in two weeks, we're gonna come back. It's almost halfway through twenty twenty three. So we're going to do a little bit of a check-in and see what we've liked and what we've not liked from this year so far. Yep. In movies and TV. We haven't talked a bunch of TV. Yeah. We'll see how much TV we talk about. <laughs> Probably not much, but that's okay. Um. So yeah, come back in two weeks for that episode, and Luke, why don't you hit us for the send-off? All right.
1: This is Screen Time Podcast, rolling out.
0: Hey, thanks, Luke. And thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us and the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, or X, if you will, at PodScreenTime to see some quick thoughts of ours regarding movies or shows. You can also follow us on Instagram, again, at PodScreenTime, to see when our episodes drop and any extra visuals that we want to show off. You can also catch up with both of us individually on Letterboxd to catch our thoughts and reviews on the movies that we watch. You can find me at The Shininator, and you can find Luke at Shin Glassman. If you want to hear more of Luke, feel free to check out his other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, where he discusses tokusatsu and anime with his sister Hannah. And if you want even more of Luke, who can blame you? You can take yourself over to his YouTube channel, Shin Glassman, where you can watch his videos that range from reviews to tier lists they really are a blast links to all these things are in the description of this episode so head there to find those and stay connected with us thanks again for listening and we'll see you again in the next episode